Welcome to Habit Masters. I'm Sheldon. I'm Jeff. And we have an exciting episode today. I'm just going to say it now. We are kicking off a course that we've been working, well, let's be honest, months now. <laughs> yes. Well, if you really want to say it, years. years but <laughs> Yeah, yeah. We've been actively working on it for months now. So, But we want to dive into something that is fundamental to creating new habits, and that is identity. Like They yes. just go hand in hand. You can't have... Until it becomes part of your identity, you're just taking actions. It's the difference between trying to lose weight versus I am a healthy person or, you know, I'm fiscally responsible versus I'm trying to save money or <laughs> there's lots of examples. We'll get into more of them. Yeah. And w- one way we phrased it, because we hit on this uh, several months ago, this realization of how important identity is with, with habits. And it comes down to this habit, a true habit, long lasting can only be formed when it is part of your identity and supporting some part of your identity. And identity is all encompassing. I mean, we, we have many identities in our lives, right? One of father, one of, one of athlete, one of whatever, right? <laughs> whatever it is that we choose to be, those all fall into the category of identity. So tell them the first story though, Sheldon, that we want to share with you guys, a good, great example of a study that was done on how powerful identity can be. Yes. Well, actually before that, what is identity? I think I just want to clarify that real quick. Like the way I think of it is your identity and like labels would might be another way. It's like what you think about yourself, what you believe about yourself, right? So you were talking about all these labels that we accept, right? For good yeah. and for bad. And your identity is what you, you, you believe and you think you are because identity comes first and behavior follows that because you're not going to do things that are incongruent with your identity. Yeah. And one of our mentors, Ben Hardy, he actually talked about this with us. We had a good conversation with him around this topic because we were so excited about it. And his philosophy kind of breaks identity into two parts. One is the goal you're pursuing and the identity that creates through your actions. So it's it's kind of like, hey, who do you want to become? Right. And he uses the idea that it really needs to be driven by your future self, who you want to be. And I think a lot of times the reason we don't pursue our goals as or aren't as committed to our goals as we should be as committed to change as we should be is because we have a conflict between who we want to be and who we feel like we are and who yes. we've been up to now right and so a big the the real hurdle of all change because change can be pretty complicated but it doesn't have to be right and that's what this episode really is about is really understanding how to assume a new identity and let that help you in the process of change in becoming the better, the better version of you, the person you really want to become versus yeah. who you say you are right now based on past history, right? The past is, is definitely in the past, but we can change that by looking to our future and starting to act on that instead. Yeah. Okay. This story is going to drive home the fact that sometimes even something we think is a subtle change, but if it changes the way we think about ourselves and how we identify how large of an impact it really is. So a researcher's name is Christian Bryan uh, did a study to test the effects of priming individuals to think of themselves in slightly different ways. They had two different groups of registered voters complete questions related to an upcoming election. And one group, the survey questions included the verb to vote. For example, how important is it for you to vote? And the second group was similar, but the questions included the noun voter. So such as how important is it to you to be a voter, right? Mm-hmm. So that, like, that's all the difference. It seemed pretty minor, 
But the difference was huge. It was extraordinary. So it's been repeated with the same results, right? Let me just read this real quick. The results were, quote, among the largest experimental effects ever observed on objective measured voter turnout, right? They found that those who shown the survey about being a voter were much more likely to vote than those who were asked how likely they were to vote. Again, the results so surprising that the researchers replicated it multiple times because it was like, <laughs> this can't be right. <laughs> the thing is they could, they could test this because afterwards they, they had the voter registration, you know, who, who didn't, didn't vote. Right. Mm-hmm. So they could test this out and it was just astonishing. People may be more likely to vote when voting is represented as an expression of self as symbolic of a person's fundamental character rather than as simply a behavior. Yeah. Our self-image has a sizable impact on our behavior. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And, and you may think to yourself like, well, then why haven't I achieved some of my goals? Like, I, you know, I have all these dreams and aspirations. You hear people talk about like, oh, I, I would love to run a marathon, but but I don't have time or but I don't do this or, or whatever. <laughs> There's a million buts, right? But I honestly feel like it's always going to stay a dream until you assume the new identity. Right. Like, yeah, sure. I think voting is important. But if I also if I think being a voter is important, then it's a very different feel. Right. It's like the only way to turn your dream into a goal is by assuming the new identity and turning that into a commitment to action. This is how Ben Hardy says it that I really like. He says your identity is what you're most committed to. Your identity is based on the vision you have for yourself. When you change your committed vision, your identity immediately changes. Not like, oh, it takes a month, it takes three years. Like, no, the moment you could change your committed vision, what you're committed to, your identity changes with it, which in turn changes your behavior. So in a lot of ways, it's like this circle, the chicken or an egg, right? The chicken or the egg. It's like, yes, once I've committed to a new identity, my behavior has to follow that to prove to myself that it's real. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, and then it's just kind of reciprocated every time you do that action, it's confirming this new identity over and over again. That's why it's so important that the habit plays a role here and why the habit is tied to your identity. Yeah. Because as you practice this action every day, it just reaffirms and confirms this identity and it grows with you and expands as you go. But so he continues, sorry, in his quote, he says, when you change your commitment, committed vision, identity immediately changes, which in turn immediately changes the flow of your thoughts and behaviors, which is basically what I just said. But yeah, <laughs> our perception of who we are changes what we do. Yes, exactly. So when you, so tell them to the, some, some of the examples we were talking about, Sheldon, these are really great to kind of help people reference this. Yeah. So I think I mentioned a couple of them. It's like, it's the difference between trying to lose weight, like saying to yourself or somebody else, like I'm trying to lose some weight versus I'm an athlete or I'm healthy. I'm a healthy eater. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm I'm an athlete right? or or physically fit or yeah, I'm physically fit person. I take care of my body. You know, it's, it's a difference of this is something that my wish versus this is who I am. This is who I'm becoming. Right. Or I am trying to save more money versus I'm a fiscally responsible person. I, you know, I am a saver. (laughs) Yeah. Or another one that I like as well is like, I'm trying to good, be a good husband versus like, I'm an attentive, adoring husband, right? Like, or spouse or whatever you want to claim, right? If you're female, male, or significant other. So I think it's, those are vital to understand how this works. That, we must first decide who we want to become 
and then apply the actions to go with it. Now, that being said, what most of us do wrong in this place. So we maybe we do have a clear vision of who we want to be. And we have said like, hey, I want to be an adoring husband. But then we try to do it all at once. We think we have to make this whole life shift. And I got to tell you, to change your life is a lot easier than that. It takes the smallest little tweak. I always talk to Sheldon about this, where probably the, the most valuable habit I ever created was to stop listening to talk radio, sports radio, and start listening to audiobooks instead, right? It's a very small shift, but it was, it, it turned me in a completely different direction in my life. And a lot of things have happened since then, but it's starting to believe who you are. Am I like just a sports fan or am I committed to growth and success in my life, right? Like two very different mentalities of who we are when we get in the car. Anyways, that was one example, but I think you can start as small as it is is possible for you in your life right now. So if you do want to be a physically active person, then start walking a little bit and don't try to jump to five miles a day and then get burned out because you didn't do it or you got too sweaty or, or you've got aches and pains. Like I have this great example, someone in our family, I won't say who, but she was really interested in kind of getting more active. And so she went to a Pilates class or a yoga class. Mm -hmm. And the next day she was extremely sore and uncomfortable. And she sent a message to her sister and said, I just don't think my body's meant to, to do yoga. Like I wasn't, I wasn't designed to do, to do yoga, right? This is one day of yoga, <laughs> but it's a great example of how we often approach a new goal or a new dream is that we, we try it. We're not good at it, of course, because we've never done it before. And then we immediately decide that, nope, that's not who I am, right? <laughs> Instead of yeah. assuming the new identity and right. taking the smallest possible steps to build up that commitment and confidence till it becomes a part of us. I think we have this notion and it's, it's out there in the world. It's just that we're bombarded with this. Like we can't really change like our, that our identity is very fixed. Right. Yes. But in instances like that, it shows how not fickle, but how easily our identity can actually change because yeah. we, we, we have this behavior or we do something and because there's too much cognitive dissonance to like to be against who we are, we this psychology. I'm in marketing, and we use this a lot because it's like people make a decision, and then they have to give the rationale of like why they did it. You know, they literally change their behaviors and their perceptions and their beliefs to be in line with their actions, right? Yeah. So <laughs> that's just powerful in this circumstance where it was like, and sadly in the negative, you know, <laughs> but how quickly her identity, like literally the day before was like, I'm going to get fit and I'm going to do that. And then after like one session, her identity was like, my body can't handle this. I can't handle this. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and we, we do, we'll, we'll allow ourselves to do that. So I think it's so important, actually something to be a Jay Fogg talks about to kind of counteract this or preemptively work against this type of sentiment, right? Having us kind of like our, our brain react and say, no, this isn't who I am. Like I'm not doing this anymore um, <laughs> is to do something really small that we know we're capable of doing and celebrate that win 
every time, mm. right? Tie it with a positive emotion. Cause really what happened with her is that it was tied to a negative emotion and immediately took away from this new identity she was wanting to form where if she had the opposite result where say you go play frisbee for the first time and you score a goal or something right or like i don't know like you you're able to catch the frisbee you do really simple and and you have a positive experience you're much more likely to be like i can do this right like i, I i'm capable of doing this so um it, it's also a really great way to approach learning with your kids i've gotten better at it over the years <laughs> i changed well, best by feeling good right i changed best by feeling good not by feeling bad okay we, we talk about what the positive and negative and the positive is you can literally you can believe and and start to af- self affirmations and change the way you think about yourself it'll change your behavior but how tragic is it those instances where you know a, a child is told that they're dumb right yeah or that they're not capable they're that smart or all all sorts of different stuff and that is the label that is being thrown upon them right yeah that is that's tragic yeah it is and and i think you bring up a good point about how we talk about ourselves talk to ourselves and you were talking about recent in a recent conversation we were having a talk that russell m nelson gave about identity right yeah and how valuable it is and how important it is to label yourself positively and to identify with those types of things because the way you label you think label yourself is honestly how you will believe about yourself let's finish this one up what would you call the takeaway for us today what what can they walk away with here the power of identity when it comes to changing your habits your behavior to like what you say about yourself turns into what you believe about yourself which turns into how you act in what you do, which determines our future, our destiny, who you our become. goals, our yeah. success. Yeah, who, who you become. It's like other, you know, we think about uh, how many signals are coming in from the world and social media. It's like, you got to guard that. You know, you got to surround yourself with people who, who build you up and you have to yeah. be that person. Yeah, so I, th- I think the golden nugget of all of this really is what Sheldon's talking about is that change is becomes a lot easier when you tie it to identity and habit becomes a lot easier when you start where you're at and you don't try to overdo it so having a clear vision of where you want to go and tying that to an action you can take now and then be having a positive outcome with that is key and we talk all about this in our course and we give you tips on how to do it so if you haven't checked out our course you should go do it. It's awesome. <laughs> and we're going to be giving away some freebies and, and discounts. So jump on. If you're listening to this before it launches, jump on the pre-launch list. If you're listening to it after, email us. Promise we're not jerks. <laughs> yeah, we promise. We, we want to hook you up. We want, we want you to have this information. So you guys are awesome. The next few episodes will be around identity with our guests and how this ties to habits. And so we hope that you enjoy it as much as we have. It's been a fun topic to cover and if you liked this episode please leave us a review they're huge for us i know spotify doesn't allow you to leave reviews because they're cool like that but if you're on another <laughs> platform listening to the podcast please leave us a review we're trying to get up to a hundred reviews which just says a lot about what's going on so we hope you guys enjoyed this and please leave us a review we'll talk to you soon later and to live your best life <laughs>